Hey, welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Worship Christian Church in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Apostle Robert Enos. This is where we talk about the issue the church faces and how the church should respond to those issues. Here we will talk about doctrine, theology, politics, social and cultural issues, and how the church is to deal with these things. So get ready for a large dose of truth and get ready for the tables to be flipped. Here at Table Flippers, table flipping is what we do. Hey, I'm glad you could be with us today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm glad you're here. I've been having a good time doing these podcasts and just talking about some of the issues of the day, especially the issues that the church faces, or I should say it like this, they should be facing. Today I have some interesting things I want to talk about, Uh, a little bit more political, although it shouldn't be political. Some of these are moral issues that politicians have glommed onto and turned them into political issues, and I believe that's a strategy of the devil to do something like that because the devil has first convinced so many pastors and Christians that we, as Christians, religious people should not be involved in politics. We should not be talking about politics. We should not get involved in the political process. That's absolute stupidity. And so many Christians have bought into that lie of the devil. And that's exactly what it is, a lie of the devil. But nonetheless, it's worked. And so many Christians have stepped away from the political process. So when the politicians and people in government take such things as the homosexual agenda, LGBT, abortion, and things of this nature, and turn them into political issues, then the church steps away from them because they're considered political. When in reality, it's not really politics. And even if it is, who cares? It's moral. It's a moral issue. And the church should be standing up and talking about moral issues. But today... I want to start out with this. It's time for a revolution. Some time ago on social media, I put out a a little meme or something about it's time for a revolution. And we need to to work and do things to bring about a true revolution in our nation. And immediately I had other pastors jump on it and condemn me. It was actually kind of funny in a way, but condemn me. And and start, you know, arguing with me that I wanted people to take up their guns and start shooting people that we didn't agree with. And I, um, when I saw it, I laughed because it's like, how did they go from me saying we need a revolution to we need to go pick up guns and start shooting people? And I understand the image back to the American Revolution because that's what needed to happen then. There needed to be a physical fight, a physical battle to bring freedom to the colonies, freedom from Great Britain and their tyranny. But then I um, did something and I went and looked up the word revolution just to make sure I understood what it meant. And a revolution is a sudden, radical, or complete change. It also means a fundamental change in political organization, especially the overthrow or renunciation of one government or ruler for the substitution of another by the governed. It also means activity or movement designed to to affect fundamental changes in the socio-economic situation. 
So with the second definition there, I could see how that could be viewed as a violent overthrow of the government. But I was just talking about revolution in general. And I think this is where a lot of us Christians get messed up. We get messed up in the words. And the Bible even tells us, don't squabble over words, but you know, we squabble because we just lack understanding and we lack overall communication skills and we lack the ability to communicate something in such a way or receive what is communicated in such a way that we understand what is really being said, why it's being said, the need for it being said, and so on, so on, so forth. Just like in this, I use the word revolution and many people immediately went to thoughts and had images in their mind of people shooting at one another. Now, please don't misunderstand me. We need a revolution in this nation. We need a revolution in this nation. We need a sudden, radical, and complete change in the way things are being done. In other, and to me, the revolution that we need is to take us back to our founding documents, especially the Constitution. We have got people in our government that care so little about our Constitution and what it says, and the only time they care about it is when they can use it to manipulate what they want. And usually by twisting its words and twisting its meaning to try to get out of it what they want. So we need a revolution back to that. How that revolution takes place, it is my hope and my prayer that it takes place at the voting booth. That Christians especially, but just decent men and women with uh, some common sense, will start voting correctly. We were at a, an event and one of the gentlemen he has this very deep voice, and he speaks somewhat like this. And he said from the platform, talking about getting people to vote, you finally get your friends to register to vote, and then they vote stupid. Well, the revolution that I'm talking about, and the revolution that I really want to see, is people not just registering to vote, but people registering with some common sense and some general decency. People that will vote according to, you know, we used to say, vote your conscience. Now, I don't think anybody has conscience anymore. How about vote according to morality? Morality as it's established in the Word of God, the Bible. If we can do that, we would literally flip this nation in such a short period of time. Uh, we vote, what, every two years for different things? So in literally uh, about two to four years, we can completely turn this nation around if we would vote correctly. Now, maybe not quite that short a period of time because we have to have decent candidates. But if we started voting correctly and voting common sense based upon morality found in the Word of God, the Bible, then it wouldn't take long for good people to rise up and start running for office that we could vote for, that we could agree upon and vote for. Let me just share some things. This is from the Salt and Light Council. This is a Christian group. And this is a comparison of major party platforms. And on this, it's Republican, Democrat, and Libertarian. I'm going to focus mostly on Republican, Democrat. Not that the Libertarians are not important. It's just for the most part, they don't have a strong enough uh, party 
to be voted in to major positions in our government. It's usually Republican or Democrat. It deals with such things as life and abortion, marriage, religious freedom, the repeal of the Johnson Amendment, Second Amendment, support for Israel, climate change, and use of U.S. energy resources. So, when it comes to life and abortion, the Republican, it says this, appoint judges who will support sanctity of life at all stages, oppose the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion or subsidize health care that includes abortion coverage. While Democrats want to appoint judges who will protect women's rights to safe and legal abortions. Uh, By the way, an abortion is the murder of a baby. Uh, That's what it is. And they will continue to battle Republican efforts to defund Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is the number one abortion provider in America. And Republicans want to defund them, no longer give them um, taxpayer your money, my money, to perform abortions. But Democrats want to keep doing that. They want to fund the murder of children. When it comes to marriage, the Republican Party says the foundation of society is the family, the union of one man and one woman. And they want to, they want to support that and protect that. Where the Democrat Party, same-sex marriage is acceptable and embrace LGBT rights will be defended and championed. Not just defended, but championed. Interesting. Religious freedom and the repeal of the Johnson Act, if you don't, or the Johnson Amendment. The Johnson Amendment is that amendment that basically says churches and religious organizations are not allowed to be political, not allowed to tell their people who they should or what they should vote for. And it's completely unconstitutional. And by the way, pastors, some of you are afraid of that. And do you know that not one church, not one pastor has been brought up on charges for breaking the uh, Johnson Amendment. Just wanted you to know that. But the Republicans believe in full religious freedom at all times, everywhere, full repeal of the Johnson Amendment, where Democrats will defend, listen to this. This is from what they say. The Democrats have said this. will defend freedom of religion for religious minorities groups in the Middle East. So basically, they will support Islam, but no other mention of protections here in the States. They will support Islam and other religions, but not the very religion that this nation was founded upon, not the very religion that this nation has become so strong because of, it was Christians fleeing Europe, coming here for religious freedom, the freedom to worship God the way they feel and interpret the Bible. The Democrat party will not stand up for you and I. And a lot of you Christians who vote Democrat are rolling around and getting angry right now. No, that's not true. You just you just look at it honestly. You look at it honestly. What has any Democrat politician done for Christians? But I could sure show you a whole heck of a lot of Republicans that have done a lot 
for Christianity and religious freedom. Let's go on. The Second Amendment, you know the Second Amendment that gives us the right to keep and bear arms so we can protect ourselves. The Republicans believe in full Second Amendment support, supports the repeal of bad legislation restricting gun rights because they're unconstitutional and you and I and every American should have the right and the ability to defend themselves, even lethally, with guns. Democrats, unfortunately, are still talking about coming and rounding up our guns. They say they respect the rights of responsible gun ownership, but it comes right down to it, they don't want any of us owning guns. And just so you know, the Second Amendment is in our Constitution is a right to protect us so we can protect ourselves, I should say, protect ourselves from an overreaching, overbearing government. That's why it's in there. So any government party, political party, any politician that wants to restrict your ability to own a firearm, carry a firearm, it should cause you to really wake up and realize what's going on behind it. Why would any government want to remove our right to protect ourselves from them unless they were trying to do something or wanting to do something that we would want to defend ourselves from? I really want you to think about that for just a moment because sometimes Christians can't get their head wrapped around this. The Second Amendment is there to, so we can protect every other amendment. So our rights could not be taken from us. The Democrat Party wants to come and take your ability to defend yourself, defend your rights, defend your property, defend your family. Why? Because they're the ones that are after all of those things. And then Christians vote for that nonsense? Come on. Oh, climate change, one of my favorite subjects. Climate change. Before I tell you what the Republicans and Democrats feel about this, I um, was down at, at a, a beach area just not too long ago. And it was interesting because this beach area had pictures. It was, it was like where the buildings actually kind of go down and touch the water. <clears throat> and this beach area had photographs of it, historical photographs of say 100 years ago, um, 120 years ago, when some of these buildings and these this wharf area was first built. And I, and I found something fascinating just by looking, standing there looking at the landscape and looking at the pictures of the landscape a little over 100 years ago. And you know what? The water level was exactly the same. It was right where it was 100 and what, 110 years ago, 120 years ago, the water levels were exactly the same. Everything looked pretty much the same, a little bit more modern now, but there were still some remnants of the original buildings there, and they were in the exact same place as when they were first built over 100 years ago. I find that interesting because we're constantly being told that the water levels, the ocean levels are rising all over the world, and we're going to be flooded. So isn't it strange that you got a picture that's over 100 years old and the water level is exactly 
where it is today, and yet the water levels are supposed to be rising at alarming rates, and yet the water level is exactly where it was. Very, very interesting. So, Republicans believe on climate change. They will analyze hard data on climate change, sees UN efforts as political, which I agree, will reject agendas of Kyoto Protocol, Paris Agreement, supports the enactment of policies to increase domestic energy production in order to reduce uh, vulnerability to foreign influence. That means drill, baby, drill. That means we drill our own oil. We use our own resources, not rely on other nations for our oil, our gasoline and such. And that's what we should be doing. But of course, the Democrats come along, throw a wrench into everything. The, uh, climate change is an urgent threat, they say. An urgent threat. So they support all of these agreements with other countries. They support what the UN says and they jump right in. And they are working to reduce emissions and such by 50% in the next 10 years. And if you know anything about these clean energy um, protocols and, and, and such, they're costing us billions, in, even in jobs. Our gas prices, our oil prices, our heating oil and gas prices are going up and up and up in crazy. They're just skyrocketing. Why? Because we're buying it from other nations, including our enemies. How smart is that? That the Democrats shut down our oil production here, putting Americans out of work to purchase oil and gasoline at a higher price from our enemies, making our enemies very wealthy and putting our own people into poverty. Oh yeah, that's brilliant. One final comparison, at least at this portion. Support for Israel. Republicans view Israel as the only country in the Middle East sharing essential U.S. values of freedom, of religion, and speech. So we are committed to Israel's security. We'll ensure they have strong military edge over their um, adversaries. We're Democrats. They do not support Israel at all. They might out of one side of their mouth, but when it comes right down to it, they do not support Israel at all. And... Um, Anybody that knows anything about the Word of God, regardless of where your theology is on modern Israel, let's face it, God's heart is for that land. God's heart is for that land, even still today. As believers in Jesus Christ, as people who believe or say we believe the Word of God, the Bible, maybe we should have a support for Israel and stop voting for people that refuse to support Israel, but instead support Israel's enemies. It's so absolutely ridiculous, and it goes back to the, even the religious freedom. The, the Democrats do not stand up for Christians or uh, Juda Judaism, but they certainly stand up for Islam and Muslims who are killing Jews and killing Christians. Isn't that weird? Isn't that strange? And then Christians will go and vote for the very people that are murdering their own children, whether it be, whether it be abortion or the support of Islam. And in some of these countries, Christi Christians are being murdered at alarming rates. 
And the Democrats are supporting the very people murdering Christians. And then Christians here will vote for the Democrats supporting those Muslims killing Christians. Is, I mean, am, am I the only one that sees this as absolutely absurd? So when I say we need a revolution, ladies and gentlemen, we need a revolution. We need to get back to truth. We need to get back to the biblical standard of doing things and the biblical standard of standing up for right and wrong. We need to start supporting morality. We need to start supporting the, the political parties and the political uh, uh, um, uh, those running for politics that stand up for the word of God. And what's so sad, a lot of people say, well, Republicans are just as bad. Listen, I am not saying Republicans are perfect. Never have, never will say that. But policy for policy, party for party, there is no comparison. The Democrat party is the party of absolute wickedness, unrighteousness. And it's the party of racism. It's the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Jim Crow laws is the party of abortion, baby murder. It's the, the anti-Christ, anti-Christian party is the party that supports our enemies more than American people. It's the party that doesn't really care if you pay uh, $6 or $10 a gallon at the pump. As long as they get what they want and their agenda is further, that's all they care about. If you for a moment think Democrat as, the, as a whole, as the party as a whole, cares about you and I or the nation that we live in, I don't know what to tell you. Go check into the rubber room. Go get your on some meds or something because the elevator isn't quite going to the top. It's clear. You don't even have to go study this too hard. You can just do a quick Google search on some of these things. You don't even have to do a Google search. Go put gas in your car right now. Are you paying more under this Democrat president or were you paying more under the Republican president? Now, somebody will say right now, well, there's more to it than that. Of course there is. Let's look at abortion. Uh, um, are, are more babies being murdered and killed under Democrats or under Republicans? Is Planned Parenthood being funded or defunded? Right now, they're being funded by the Democrats. They're being defunded whenever and they can be by Republicans. Don't talk to me that Republicans and Democrats are just as bad and they're on the same level. No, they are not. I, again, I am not saying Republicans are perfect. And one of my episodes we're going to do where we're going to rip the Republican Party and these Republicans, especially the rhinos, who act like Democrats. But when you find a Republican that's not doing what he was supposed to be doing, not living up, to the party's platform and belief system is because he's a rhino and he's acting like a Democrat. So in that case, yeah, those Republicans are just as bad as Democrats because they act like Democrats. And listen, I said it before, I say it again, you cannot, cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat. Your vote cancels out your claim to Christianity. You cannot drink the cup of demons and the cup of the Lord. You can't drink the cup of Democrats and the cup of righteousness at the same time. They're not even in the same park. They're not even close. Is this a passion of mine? You better believe it's a passion of mine because I am sickened by the church. People who claim that they're a Christian, they'll be at it, jumping around in church on a Sunday morning with their hands waved, praising Jesus, 
and then go do everything that Jesus is against by voting for these crooks, these criminals, these murderers, these liars, these butchers, people that would as soon bort your children or even kill them. Did you know that Democrats are pushing for abortion not only through all nine months, but up to 30 days after birth? Yes, you heard me clearly. Go look it up. In other words, they're not just for murdering babies while in the womb. They're for murdering babies out of the womb. And this is still very strong. Even in California, they're trying to push these disgusting, horrible, heinous uh, legislation. And they're trying to push this not only on Californians, but all of America. And if you think you're listening in another state and it's like, oh, well, that's California, not my problem. Listen, I, I've had people from outside of this country tell me the way America goes is the way the world goes. But people that really understand the way things go here in the United States of America, ultimately, the way California goes is the way the country goes. So everyone outside of the borders of California should care very much about what happens in California because eventually it will spill out into your state and into your neighborhood. I already know this is happening to a, in, a, in a big way because people are leaving California in droves. And it's not just the conservatives that are leaving. It's the very left-leaning liberal Democrats that are leaving and going to red states and going to where Republicans are strong, such places as Florida and places as Texas and states like that. And what are they doing? They're bringing their politics with them that even in Texas, Texas is so close to being flipped blue. Why? Because so many Democrats have left uh, the blue states and gone to Texas and they're perverting the whole state little by little by little by little. Especially in our colleges and in our schools. Our colleges and our schools are disgusting. I'm going to do a whole podcast on why you shouldn't send your children to public school or to a college. And I used to be big on sending kids to college and getting them a great education. Now, no. Very, 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 very selective on where I would, if my kids were at that age, where I would allow them to go. Wouldn't let them go to just any college. But nonetheless, we need a revolution. And pastors and Christians, especially church leaders, it begins with you. You need to start teaching your people. You need to start standing up. When it comes voting time, I don't care if you're afraid you're going to lose half your members or all your members. You tell them, don't vote Democrat because that's a wicked party. That's evil. They're unrighteous. They're unholy. They're ungodly. You tell them that. Don't be afraid. Don't be a coward. Tell them. Stand up for righteousness. Stand up for truth. Stand up for God's word. Stand up for holiness. Come on. Pastors, the reason this nation has, we've had at least 60 million aborted babies in this nation. Why? Because pastors, we, and church leaders, we have failed. We have been talking about it. We haven't been teaching it. We haven't been preaching it. We haven't been warning. 
We have failed. We have failed this nation. We have failed the people in the pews of our church. We have failed those who call our church home. We have failed them. And not only is the nation going down because of it, but our churches are going down because of it because we haven't had a backbone to stand up and tell truth because we've been too afraid of seeing fewer faces in the pews on Sunday than just telling the truth. Well, it's time for a revolution, a revolution of truth, a revolution of righteousness, a revolution back to God's word and a revolution, at least politically, back to the words of our constitution. This is what I'm passionate about. This is the reason why we have these podcasts. This is the reason why we created Table Flippers. We're flipping tables of unrighteousness, flipping tables of wickedness, and setting things straight and setting things right to point back to the Word of God and our need for the Word of God. That's why we exist. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why you're here on this planet as well. I'm not the only Table Flipper out there. You're a Table Flipper. You may have never flipped a table, but now's time. And let me tell you, it's flipping awesome. So I hope you go out, do the right thing. Pastors, church leaders, start preaching truth, the whole truth from the word of God, not just what you want to preach because it feels good, because the people stand up and shout and shake their hanky at you, but teach the truth. It's actually going to change them and make them or bring them into righteousness and bring this nation back to where it needs to be. I pray that you will stand up and do preach and say the right thing. Thank you for joining us here at Table Flippers. I would love to hear from you. You can find my contact information at www.gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Please let us know how we are doing. I look forward to hearing your thoughts and comments. Have a fantastic day.